Welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss, and this episode is overreaction. You know, overreactions beget overreactions. Now, the definition of an overreaction is responding more emotionally or more forcibly than is justified. Justified, of course, is often in the eye of the beholder, but I think most rational people can identify when something is an overreaction. And the trouble with overreaction is it causes an escalation of overreaction. There is zero justification for police killing civilians without provocation, and there's zero justification that this happens more often with black people. The fact that such killings are overwhelmingly with black victims is completely unacceptable. Those are facts. The situation is not tolerable, needs dramatic systemic change, as do less violent reactions to people who are of color, such as more arrests, vehicular stops for no reason, frisking for no reason, and so forth. Protest is a freedom. It's a right, and one long utilized by Americans in our democracy. I could make the case that such protests led to the end of the Vietnam War. While there was violence at times in such protests, the violence was aimed at the antagonists, at the authorities, at the police presence. It was largely resistance. Even after the atrocity at Kent State, the protests continued against the authorities, not the rule of law in general. But the empirical evidence today is clear that everyone from nihilists to terrorists to criminal elements are infiltrating the legitimate protests and then organizing violence for the sake of robbery and damage and destruction of the social order. Stealing computers or shoes, bringing tools with you to break into stores and bags to carry away loot is not a form of social protest as far as I can see. As a result of the criminal and the terrorist activity, the president commands the military to take to the streets heavily armed, which, of course, provokes and creates even a greater reaction. That further incites both legitimate and illegitimate protest. The threshold principle is one in which people with high values, fine, upstanding people, are sometimes overcome by the normative pressures around them. And so a brave soldier on the front lines will run if everyone around that soldier is running. Conversely, a scared soldier will stay if everyone around is staying. And sometimes in the midst of looting and rioting, normally upstanding and good people are caught up in the swell and take something themselves. That's the pressure they see around them. We see this phenomenon in business and among gamblers and among bullies in schools. Overreactions trigger further overreaction. We see it among countries with military threats until there's actually people killed or planes brought down and escalations continue until there's violence. We've often implemented draconian restrictions over the pandemic and this has resulted in people dramatically violating not only those restrictions but even common sense as in the Ozarks. And so people gathered elbow to elbow, cheek by jowl. Yet it doesn't seem like there's been a great adverse effect to that. And perhaps that's because we've overreacted to the virus and we're now about to see more economic deaths than medical deaths. It is of no small irony to me that protesters are in the streets in tens of thousands with good cause and are issued masks, but people have been prohibited from attending churches. 
We see it also in violent exchanges on the Internet, on Facebook, in emails, in all kinds of threats. It's actually worse virtually than it is in reality, these overreactions. You're a tree hugger. You're deplorable. It's not enough for us to win. The other person must lose. We have a moral narcissism, which is part of our polarization and creates these tremendous overreactions that keep escalating. We need some sanity. We need proportional reaction. And this is why polarization and overreaction have created such a doom loop for all of us. Let's get the hell out of the loop. And that's the uncomfortable truth.